What's up guys? Thanks for joining me on today's podcast. Today we're going to talk about playing the long game. So especially in CrossFit, I see a lot of anxiety in coaches and competitors about losing readiness to compete. So they think that they need to be training all attributes at all times of the year and at all times in any given mesocycle. And that just results in, yes, a higher short-term readiness to compete, but not as good long-term development outcomes. So the reason that I'm making this episode is because I want coaches and athletes inside of CrossFit to have the framework through which to pursue maximum long-term development outcomes. So we're talking about multiple year career development outcomes rather than just showing up to the gym and working really hard and just letting the chips fall where they may. You can have a little bit more intention in planning your career and achieve higher performance over the course of your career uh, by prioritizing these attributes in a certain order. So CrossFit demands a, a wide range of attributes and each of those attributes has a time horizon. So an amount of training time that it takes to acquire that attribute. And then it has a retention time. So a residual training effect. So a, an amount of time that you hold on to that adaptation without actually training it. Each of these attributes also has a relationship to biological and training age. So like I said, the amount of time that you're, you've trained it and then what your biological age is. A long-term athlete development model that I'm going to put forth, uh, any model that attempts to do that should respect the time horizons of each of these attributes. So you can think about this like the base of the pyramid. And the base of the pyramid is hypertrophy, strength, and endurance, or aerobic ability. That is the base of the pyramid. And if we look at the sports, the disciplines that value those attributes, they each have the oldest peak biological age. So bodybuilding has a peak biological age of 36. That's for the Olympia. Powerlifting has a peak biological age of 35. And Ironman has a peak bio biological age of 33. So these are mid to late 30s that athletes are hitting their peaks in these individual disciplines, which suggests that they take a longer time to develop. Uh, we also have plenty of other research that suggests that they take a longer time to develop, so more training time on the front end, and then you retain them for longer on the back end. So think of that like the base of your pyramid. So if you're an athlete and you need to make appreciable gains in your muscle mass or your base strength, which most athletes do, or your endurance, then the further you are out from competition, the more training currency you want to spend on those things. Now, the next level of the pyramid would be anaerobic lactic power and repeat power. So these are, you know, your middle distance runners and these athletes peak biological age is 24 and they don't take as much training time leading into uh, the expression, but they also are retained for a shorter time as well. So they're retained for about three weeks, two to three weeks. So you want to time that in accordance with when you need to have that repeat power, that anaerobic lactic ability. And then at the top of the pyramid, you would have your ATP PC battery. So that's like your clean ladder or your power clean ladder and your speed. And those are retained for a very short amount of time, about a week. 
So if your competition requires that, weightlifting would exist somewhere between absolute strength and the speed end of the continuum. So it probably sits somewhere between that five and 30 day mark and is gonna be trained, need to be trained with closer to the competition than your slow lifts, your power lifts, your squat bench and deadlift, but it also is not going to be retained as long. So that's the pyramid. So to go over the pyramid again, at the base you have muscle mass, strength, and aerobic ability. Those are the foundational attributes that you need to succeed in the sport. They take the longest to develop and you also, beneficially, you retain them the longest. In the middle of the pyramid is anaerobic lactic power, repeat power. So this is really, guys, this is a lot of what CrossFit is. This is picking the bar up, doing 15 reps, putting it down, how quickly can you recover as you transition to the next movement and maintain rep speed throughout 12 minutes of, of a, a workout, 12 minutes on average. So a lot of CrossFit exists in that middle tier of the pyramid. So it doesn't take as long of a training time to sharpen up on your anaerobic lactic power or your repeat power, your strength endurance, but it also goes away quicker. So you wanna make sure that you're training it close enough to the competition and stopping it in time to recover, taper, and perform in the competition. Then at the very top of the pyramid, you'd have your battery and your speed work. And weightlifting, again, would exist somewhere between the base of the pyramid and the top of the pyramid. Okay, so to review, in conclusion, the longer the time horizon, the more training currency you wanna spend on the base of the pyramid. So if you're taking a really long-term approach, which I encourage you to do, look at your career over multiple years and you say, okay, do I have the lean body mass that I need? Do I have the strength that I need? What are my squat bench deadlift numbers? And do I have the base aerobic ability that I need? Am I capable of sustaining biking for 60 minutes? If I'm not able to do that, then I need to spend some time on those attributes. The closer you get to competition, the more training currency you wanna transfer from the base of that pyramid to the middle tier of the pyramid. And that's your glycolytic system, it's your anaerobic lactic power, it's your repeat power. So again, it's a lot of the contractions that happen inside of CrossFit where I'm like pushing, I'm doing something that is above lactate threshold, I'm accumulating lactate, and I have to then buffer that along with other waste products quickly, as quickly as possible, so that I can then perform the next set, perform the next set of reps. So the closer to competition you get, the more you wanna shift from that base of hypertrophy, base strength, aerobic ability, and you're practicing the sport more. You're doing more repeat power work. And then very, very close to the competition, that's when you would sharpen up your battery and your speed work because those adaptations are not retained for very long. They're trained, retained for plus or minus a week. So if you train it months in advance and then you don't touch it leading into the competition, you basically wasted that training currency because you're not going to retain those adaptations. Okay, so guys, I made this episode again because I see a lot of CrossFitters who are training really hard and they're working really hard, but their priorities are all over the place. So they either don't have any priorities or they don't have any periodization and they just want to pursue all attributes all at the same time, all the time. And the thing about doing that is that there's the concurrent training effect to consider, which attenuates your strength and power adaptation. So if you're trying to make appreciable gains in your muscle mass and your strength and power, then 
not having prioritization makes that really, really difficult. And then there's also compatible and incompatible training priorities. So for example, if you're really trying to increase your potential for lactate accumulation, you're doing a ton of lactic work, ton of CrossFit, that is gonna be counter to getting stronger, getting more aerobic ability. Those are really hard to do simultaneously. So there are compatible and incompatible training priorities. So I encourage you guys to take a long-term approach. Remember the pyramid. So again, at the base of the pyramid, you have hypertrophy, your base strength, so the strength in your slow lifts, slow lifts, your squat, bench, deadlift, press, and your aerobic ability. That's the base of your pyramid. It takes the longest time to develop. They're, those are the oldest peak biological ages in those sports, and you retain them for the longest. So there's upside in prioritizing that stuff early on in your career when your time horizon is longer. Then as you get more advanced in your career, you can spend more time doing the sport-specific stuff. You can do more anaerobic lactic power, you can do more repeat power, you can do more strength endurance. Again, a lot of that, a lot of CrossFit fits inside of that middle tier. And then at the very top, you have your battery and your speed work. Okay guys, so I hope that helps you plan your career over multiple years gives you a framework to look at developing yourself as an athlete or if you're a coach developing your athletes. And thanks for listening. If you are listening on a podcast platform, please rate the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and share, and I'll see you guys in the next video.